God bless you and welcome to the Solution Radio Show. Thank you for joining me today. Jesus Christ, He is the solution for all the situations you and I might find ourselves in. He is God's solution for all mankind for all time. He stated in the Gospel of John chapter 14 verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Jesus Christ, He is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. Jesus Christ, He is the one who makes a difference. He made a difference in people's lives 2,000 years ago when He lived and walked among people, and He makes a difference today because He was raised from the dead and is seated at God's right hand in the heavenlies. I trust that Christ Jesus makes a difference in your life today, that you see the tremendous love that God has for you, that you come to have a deeper and more full relationship with God as your Heavenly Father, that you see your purpose in life is far above the day-to-day -day circumstances of life. God's love for you, it knows no bounds. We have a very exciting program today. We'll hear some wonderful music, read some of the Bible together regarding the topic of God's working within you, and in the second half hour, our interview is with Susan Brown, Dave Wassell, and Ray Blackburn, all of Pray Naperville. They will share with us the heart and purpose behind Pray Naperville taking place August 22nd at the Riverwalk. Let's start off with this song by Unspoken, Good Fight. Stop bleeding until your heart stops kick drum beating when it's hard times when it's long days and the enemy is right up in your face when your back's against the ropes and you're feeling all alone keep fighting the by looking at Philippians chapter 2 verse 13 For it is God which works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure This verse of scripture so concisely sums up the depth and greatness of the relationship we have available to us with our heavenly Father once we have received his spirit God works within his children What is it for God to work within 
When a man or a woman becomes born again of God's Spirit, they receive from God His gift of Holy Spirit. This gift is in every fiber of a person's being. It restores to each of us what Adam lost in the Garden of Eden. The gift of Holy Spirit imparts unto man several eternal and spiritual realities. Let's look at a couple of those. Number one, it imparts righteousness. Righteousness, the ability to stand in the presence of God without any sin consciousness or guilt. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses a man or a woman from the filth of the sin nature and the fruit of that nature. It also imparts sanctification. To be sanctified is to be set apart. We are set apart by the accomplished work of Jesus Christ, not by any work of our own. We are set apart as God's children, as God's inheritance and joy. The gift of Holy Spirit imparts acceptance. We are accepted in the Beloved. We now belong to the most prized and worthy group of all. We are in the family of God, and that family is open to all that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is closed to no one by the Father. It only closes to an individual because of their own unbelief. It imparts redemption, redemption through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Redemption, it is the great reality that we have been purchased from the kingdom of the adversary and placed in the kingdom of God's Son. The gift given to God's children, it ensures forgiveness of sins. That forgiveness is according to the standard of the riches of God's grace. God's divine favor poured out upon his prized possession. Those are just a few of the greatness of the spiritual blessings that our Heavenly Father has blessed us with in heavenly places. I haven't even mentioned the truth that God has seated us in the heavenlies at his right hand for all eternity. The great reality experientially of that seating it will commence, it will begin at the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, back to the question. What is it for God to work within us? Since we have received all that He has made available in Christ, we are able and worthy to receive direction and inspiration from the Creator of the heavens and the earth. God is in every fiber of your being. He is intimately acquainted with your heart and life. His spirit within is the real you. You are uniquely outfitted to do the works that God has prepared since before the foundation of the world for you to do. You are not on your own. Your Father works within your heart and life with thoughts, desires, and inspiration. He is at many times specific to the most minute detail and other times, well, it's quite general. But as you move in the direction of the directing of the Spirit, then the specifics become known. Let's uh, look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. For by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Verse 10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We are saved by grace, God's abundant favor, by believing on God's solution, the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not of myself, it's not of yourself, or anything that any of us could ever do. It is the gift of God. It's not of our works, None of us can pray enough, read the Bible enough, help the poor enough, you fill in the blank, whatever, enough. Lest any of us should boast and say that we did it on our own, or any one of us claim that we had a better salvation than any other person because of all that we did or didn't do. It is solely by God's grace that men, women, and children are saved. Now that that truth is settled, that we are saved by grace, let's reread this remarkably awesome verse in Ephesians, verse 10. For we are His workmanship, or God's masterpiece, 
created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before prepared that we should walk in them. We are God's workmanship. We're His masterpiece. We are created in Christ Jesus. What part is created in Christ Jesus? The part is the gift of Holy Spirit that each of us received in the new birth. That's the part that's created in Christ Jesus. Unto what purpose? It's unto good works. These are good works that our Father has prepared for us to do. These works are proceeding from God's working within each of us according to His good pleasure, as we saw in Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. God works within you by way of His Spirit. He works desires and good works that He has prepared for you to walk into. He works within you to will and to do of His good pleasure. It literally becomes your natural impulse and desire to do the works that your Heavenly Father works within your heart and life. And you know what? You are fully equipped to carry out those good works because of righteousness, sanctification, acceptance in the beloved, forgiveness of sins, and your redemption. The Spirit of God within you is powerful and it is mighty. It energizes and it changes situations. The Spirit of God combined with the name of Jesus Christ spoken on believing lips causes the evil realm to shake at its very core. Evil trembles in the presence of a child of God who knows his purpose and his calling in Christ. Darkness must flee when God's children live in the realm of the supernatural by taking heed to the working of God's working within and the walking out of the good works that have been prepared since the beginning of time. Let's look at the Gospel of John, chapter 14, and verse 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believes on me, this is Jesus Christ talking, He says, He that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. The works that Jesus Christ did. Well, what did Jesus Christ do? He loved the unlovable. He raised the dead to life. His touch caused the blind to see and the lame to walk. Every disease fled in his presence. Those that sorrowed became joyful. He gave strength to the weary. He gave hope to the hopeless. Did Jesus do any of that of his own strength and ability? You know, it also states in the Gospel of John that the Son, Jesus Christ, spoke this. He said, The Son, speaking of himself, can do nothing of himself. What he sees the Father do, that is what the Son does. How did Jesus Christ do the works that he did? He did what he did by the working and operation of the Spirit from his Father that was given unto him. He always did his Father's will. We just read in John chapter 14 verse 12 that you and I who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ are to do the same works that Jesus Christ did. How is that possible? It can only be available because of God's great grace and love and mercy and because God works within each of us to will and to do of His good pleasure. To know God's good pleasure is to look at the life of Jesus Christ. God's good pleasure is to love the unlovable, to raise the dead, to touch the blind and the lame so they see and they walk. His good pleasure is to cause every disease to flee in your presence, to bring joy to the sorrowful, to give encouragement to the weary, to give hope to the hopeless. That's it. That's the Father working within you to will and to do of His good pleasure. It's not of your own strength. It's in the strength of God's Spirit and His Word and in the speaking of the name above all names, Jesus Christ. What a life! What a calling! 
What a privilege we have. What a God. What a Father. Where do we go from here? Well, let's finish reading John 14, verse 12, to really take it over the top. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he, you and I, do also, and greater works, greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Not only are we to do the works that he did, it says greater, greater works than these shall we do, because Jesus has gone unto the Father. Greater works. What could possibly be greater than raising the dead and healing the sick? In the Gospel of John chapter 4, we find a wonderful truth. Jesus Christ is speaking to the woman of Samaria at the well, and he states in verses 23 and 24, But the hour comes, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeks such to worship Him. Verse 24, God is spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Jesus Christ states here that the Father seeks worshipers to worship Him in spirit and in truth, or literally, truthfully, by way of the Spirit. When Jesus was speaking to the Samaritan woman here, he was speaking of a future time, a future reality, when the true worshipers would worship God the Father truthfully by way of the Spirit. It was to be in the future because Jesus Christ had not yet died, been raised from the dead, and ascended to God's right hand in the heavenlies. His work had not yet been complete at the time he spoke these truths to the woman from Samaria. On the day of Pentecost, when the gift of Holy Spirit was first given to the end that one could be born again of incorruptible seed, on that day it became available for the first time to worship God truthfully by way of the Spirit when they spoke in tongues. It is available today for all of God's children, you and I, to worship Him in spirit and in truth. To worship God by way of the Spirit is to speak in tongues. Speaking in tongues was not available until the day of Pentecost. Ever since that day, it has been available for all of God's children. It is the heart of the Father that all His children worship Him by way of the Spirit. It was not available for Jesus Christ to speak in tongues. It became available when Christ Jesus sent the Comforter as spoken of in the Gospel of John on the day of Pentecost. One of two greater works as spoken of in John 14:12, that I am aware of from the Scriptures is to worship God by way of the Spirit and in truth. If that is a greater work, then how important must it be to the heart of our Father? Philippians chapter 3, verse 3. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit, and rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Philippians states here that we worship God in the Spirit. What a wonderful privilege! Our Heavenly Father's heart melts when we worship Him in the Spirit. Certainly, we can also praise and worship our Heavenly Father by way of music, and singing as a congregational group, as the Israelites did in the Old Testament. The Psalms, they were sung in praise and thanksgiving and worship to God. Also in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, it says that we pray and sing with our understanding, and we surely should. The heart of worshiping God in the Spirit is to be done in the privacy of your quiet time with your heavenly Father. It is to commune with Him spirit to spirit, the reward of which is intimacy beyond measure. If you currently speak in tongues, I encourage you to do so much more in your private prayer life. There are so many benefits to the operation of the manifestation of tongues. If you don't currently speak in tongues, well, it could be that you just did not know that it was available 
Or maybe you've been taught that it's not for today, or only that it's for a a small favored group. Well, that's just not true. It's available for all of God's children today to operate the Spirit and to worship God in spirit and in truth. You know, I'm going to put myself out here. If you live in the Chicago area, I am more than available to meet you personally and to lead you into tongues if you so desire. Also, on last week's show, we discussed the Holy Spirit field uh, during our guest segment, which you certainly could re-listen to as we went through some things regarding tongues at that point. And then also on the website, I will place links to a couple of books that could be very beneficial for you on the topic of speaking in tongues to encourage you and to build your believing in that area to be able to receive into manifestation that wonderful reality of worshiping God in spirit and in truth. Now, back to our opening question. What is it for God to work within us to will and to do of his good pleasure? Let's look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. That glory will be revealed in all of its fullness through God's children at the return of Jesus Christ. That Christ in you is the Spirit of God which enables our Father to work within us to will and to do of His good pleasure. Verse 28, Whom we preach, Christ, warning every man, and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. That word perfect here is better translated the word complete. Complete to the end for which one is intended to become spiritually mature in one's living of the gospel of Christ. We preach Christ, we warn or admonish, and we teach in all wisdom that we may present every person mature in Christ. Verse 29, Whereunto I also labor, or work hard, striving according to God's energizing, which energizes or works in me mightily. The Phillips translation of those verses, uh, verses 25 through 29, I'd like to read that translation because it really, really communicates clearly. It says here, For I am a minister of the church by divine commission, a commission granted to me for your benefit and for a special purpose, that I might fully declare God's word, that sacred mystery which up to now has been hidden in every age and every generation, but which is now as clear as daylight to those who love God. They are those to whom God has planned to give a vision of the full wonder and splendor of his secret plan for the sons of men. And the secret is simply this. Christ in you, yes, Christ in you, bringing with him the hope of all glorious things to come. To preach and teach Christ is everything to us. So naturally we proclaim Christ. We warn everyone we meet and we teach everyone we can, all that we know about him, so that, if possible, we may bring every man up to his full maturity in Christ. This is what I am working at all the time, with all the strength that God gives me. That there in Colossians, that is God's working within. We are able ministers. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We are complete in Christ, and we have received all that the Father has made available in Christ. The Creator of the heavens and the earth, He works within you to will and to do of His good pleasure. God is love. All that He works within you is to your immediate and eternal benefit. There is great reward for you as you are obedient to his working within. He will supply the resources, the wisdom, the ability, and the strength to carry out his will. Go forth today in the power 
and grace of God's Spirit. When you paid so much so I could walk with you You're giving me your word You're giving me your love You put me in a body And as though that's not enough You had to raise me from the dead Seated me above By grace I have your spirit Yeah, sound mind, power and love Still there is a way that seems right to every man But that's not the way I want to go I know your plan is the only plan Good news in a world gone bad That's the seed I want to sow So here I am, Cindy You can put me on a ship Sail me across right next door That's what I'm living for Tell them what you've done for me How you set this captain free Send me Oh Oh You can send me Oh Oh Father you can send Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. As an Ameriprise Financial Advisor, Mark Yaki is ready to help you put a confident retirement more within reach. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Mark Yaki, Certified Financial Planner, today at 630-955-1400. Office is located at 2323 Naperville Road, Suite 150, Naperville, Illinois. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. John's Handyman Service has been serving the Naperville and Aurora area for over 10 years. John is a retired U.S. Army veteran who knows how important it is to be on time every time. John's Handyman Service provides all your home repair needs, including carpentry, painting, electrical, plumbing, decks, finished basements, and kitchen and bathroom remodels. No job is too big or too small for John's Handyman Service. 
Call John at 630-392-4970. That's 630-392-4970. This upcoming Saturday, August 22nd, Pray Naperville is having its first citywide prayer and worship gathering at the Naperville Riverwalk. We have with us today Susan Brown, Director of Pray Naperville, Dave Wassell, Pastoral Liaison, and Ray Blackburn, Co-Director, to share with us some of the heart and purpose behind Pray Naperville. Welcome, Susan, Dave, and Ray. Hi, hello. Good afternoon. Great to be here, Greg. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, this sounds like a very exciting time for the city of Naperville to have so many people going out to pray for the city in so many different topics. Uh, maybe you could just give us a little bit of the heart and background of what is Pray Naperville all about. Pray Naperville is uh, an initiative that started to bringing all the churches together to unite and pray for the city of Naperville for a variety of, of needs and to improve aspects of the city that maybe we're needing to address. So we looked at doing that. We also looked at gathering up in unity and strength within the churches to worship the Lord, to share the gospel, for God's will to be done and his blessings to flourish in the city of Naperville. And so that is really what's behind this. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that you'll be praying for, like government leaders and firefighters, policemen and Right. We uh, looked at uh, the situation, what is drawing us to pray in the first place. And we know that the Lord is the Lord of Lords and, and King of Kings. So we want to bring him into Naperville and seek his will for the city. We're going to be praying for the first responders, mm -hmm. for police, the firefighters, the hospital. We also want to pray for businesses, community as a whole, for families. And how are we going to respond so what we are looking to do is not only just pray, but also get a better idea of, of the template, you know, the pulse of the city and how we can minister to them mm -hmm. from prayer. And this is the first Pray Naperville. And Susan, you were the one that went to Pray Chicago, right? Maybe you yes. could give us a little info background on that. <laughs> yes, it was on my heart to go to the Pray Chicago event that was held at the House of Hope on January 28th, south side of Chicago. And uh, it was a Wednesday night. It was dark and cold, and I was tired, and I wasn't quite sure why I was going there, but just felt that I needed to be there. Mm -hmm. So I, I went. My husband took me there, didn't want me driving alone. So we went, and we walked in, and I walked up to the International Bible League table that they had, was looking at some material, trying to stay inconspicuous <laughs> on the sidelines, and Walter White, who is the director for National Bible League for Outreach, spoke to me. And I answered him just briefly why I'm here. Well, I have a heart for the city of Chicago because I was raised in Chicago as a child. But I also have quite a heart for Naperville because I've lived there for the past 18 years. So he then came around the table and he looked me in the eyes with a great emotion and compassion. And he said, I would like to pray for you. And I said, okay. He put his hand on my shoulder and he prayed. He said, I see your heart for Naperville. I will pray for that. And he did. And I was so struck by that prayer that when I walked into the sanctuary where they were holding Pray Chicago, all I could think about was Naperville. I would pray for Chicago and say Naperville. Pray Chicago, pray Naperville. And there was seemed to be a segue between the two. And mm. I just had it on my heart that we need to have a prayer, a citywide prayer for Naperville, too. That's awesome. It's no coincidence you went to Chicago that Wednesday night. No. And actually, I, I was trying to shake that. I got in the car and I said, Gary, we need to have a pray Naperville. We need to have that here. And then in February, I kind of fasted and prayed that month went out of town to Phoenix to visit my grandkids, I couldn't stop thinking about Naperville and having to pray Naperville. And I said to the Lord, I don't feel equipped to do this. And he said to me, Susan, if I can use a donkey to speak, <laughs> I can use you. <laughs> right. And I realized that it's not about us, it's about him and he will call. And if you have a heart that is surrendered, if you, you have a servant heart and say, here I am. I'm just a vehicle. So he put that on my heart. So I thought, all right, I'll take the next step. He's like, I'm going to give you a light unto your feet. I'm not going to tell you the whole thing. I'm not going to like the whole path. 
but I will tell you the next step to do. So on March 3rd, we met with the mayor, Mayor George Pradle at the time. He brought in their attorney, Mike DeSanto. Mm -hmm. I had a pastor from our church with us, my husband, another gentleman and a woman from our prayer group. And we said, what do you think about this idea? And they were very supportive of it, and we talked about it and asked them how we would move into the community. What's the best way to do that? How can we gather all the churches? We would like to bring all the churches together and bring the whole body together. Mm -hmm. And we want to bring together the body of the church on what we agree on. It's not about doctrine. Mm -hmm. It's about Jesus Christ. Is Jesus Christ Lord and Savior? Did he come so that we can have life? Did he pave the way so that we don't have to pay the penalty of our sins Mm -hmm. and we have life eternal with him? And that is the gospel. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so we wanted to do that, and we looked at how are we going to do that and what does it look like, and we decided through some fasting and prayer with a small prayer group that if we don't have love, we have nothing. And so Naperville will be a city united in love. So that's where that kind of came from, um, 1 Corinthians 13, is that we focused on the most important thing is love. Right. And let's bring the body of church together. And what would that look like if a city truly was united in the love of Christ? How could we best then serve? That's a wonderful heart and vision. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going to happen on Saturday, August 22nd from 2 to 4 p.m.? Sort of uh, the outline for the day? Uh, yes, I can. Dave Wassel from uh, Pray Naperville. Long story, it's evolved to a program where there's an introduction in music to begin with, and then the instructions are given after the youth are welcomed and everybody's there. Five or six people to gather into small groups, and then they'll be given subjects to pray about, situation, community, families, and guidance. And then there'll be a wrap-up. Each one of those talks is going to be given by a pastor, Okay. A local pastor, and that'll be followed by, you know, a little bit of music, and it's more participation, mm-hmm. especially the youth. We're we're looking to invite all the students of 203 and 204, which is the Naperville community, and including Aurora and Lyle and mm-hmm. other other places too. So, long story made short, that's the. Uh, that's the program, and that it'll happen between 2 and 4 on the 22nd. And that's great, too, because you'll have involvement by everybody there. It's not just somebody up on stage. Right, right, right. And, that, and that's, uh, that's the way we were hoping it would go. Mm-hmm. And the small group, everybody's five, six, seven people in a group. They're all going right. to be able to pray and participate and feel as if they're a part e- of it. Exactly. It's definitely participation. Mm, that's great. That's that's really wonderful. Sort of, Susan sort of answered already, but either Dave or Ray, do you want to sort of share a little bit about maybe why are we doing this or that type of thing? Sure. I think the idea is to, is to this is Ray speaking, and, and the idea is to really make sure that we're focused on our families, our neighborhoods, our businesses, all of the things in Naperville that make Naperville Naperville. Uh, one of the things that we've discovered as we've gone through this process, this has been a true discovery process for us. None of us are organizers or experienced in doing anything like this. So it's been a real interesting learning experience. And one of the first things that we did was to bring the pastors from all of the churches in Naperville together. And in doing so, I think we discovered that there are a lot of churches in Naperville, but the overall church in Naperville doesn't really exist. And so one of the things that we thought that this might provide for us is the opportunity to be one church in Naperville where we can join together across all kinds of denominational and religious lines, but we can join together to pray for the needs of the community of Naperville. There's a lot of needs in the community of Naperville. Everybody thinks about Naperville as being this city on a hill, if you will, and I think there are things that have come to light in recent years that have helped us understand that the people of Naperville really need God. There's a lot of people in Naperville that don't go to church, that don't know anything about church, or don't know anything about Jesus Christ. And so we see an opportunity for us to get into a public appearance and to be able to do some public praying and to pray about things that are on people's hearts. People are concerned about you know, the things that you read about in the news, about kids dying of heroin and, and, and kids dying uh, for, and, and being put into slavery. And there's all kinds of things that you read about but we don't talk about. And so this is an opportunity for us to talk about it in a whole different way by talking about it with God. 
That, that's awesome, Ray. And, and on the notes here that I have, some of the, the things that you had sent was some of the objectives being that unity, strength, and prayer among the churches. How many churches are involved for, on this Saturday? Twelve churches, but all churches have been invited personally. Mm-hmm. And we, we don't know exactly who's going to show up, but we will find out yeah, on the 22nd. So. Mm-hmm. We have uh, been corrected when it was when I was praying concerning unifying the body of Christ, the churches, I was corrected in saying, no, it's the believers. Hmm. We're bringing the believers together. Right. And everyone else, that's who we we want to see mm-hmm. on, on Saturday. That's excellent. Who knows how many we'll have. God could work in hundreds of people's hearts to, to show up and be a part of blessing the area. I'd like to add that in this thought of, of unity, it was brought to our attention by the support that we're getting from the city of Chicago, like John Feuder, who is the originator of Heart for the City and Pray Chicago. And he talked about oneness, to bring the body of Christ into the oneness. And all groups can unite, but it's the oneness under Christ that we find our unique power and mm-hmm. what makes us different and so we're we're drawing that in and also to segue on what ray was saying is that when i was in at pray chicago in january and we got to the section where we were praying for people not to be killed by the end of a revolver and praying that crime decreases and death from crime decreases it occurred to me that there's another death going on and it exists not just in Naperville, but in other communities and in the country and in the world. And that is if people don't, if they reject the Lord, then they're not alive in spirit. Mm-hmm. And so there's a burden, there was a burden put on my heart to share with people that they need Christ. Because in Christ you find life. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Christ, you have death. So uh, that that was heavy on our hearts too. Mm-hmm. And so we want to pray for for that or to go out. We also want to pray that the uh, drug situation, you know, it's been called Highway 88. It's been called the Heroin Highway. People from Chicago and other areas are coming into Naperville. The drug problem has increased in particular with heroin. Domestic abuse has been on a rise. Prostitution has been on a rise. I don't know if we know that. But the police department is telling us that. Mm -hmm. So we want to pray for those things. We also want to pray for families. We want to pray uh, for the churches and for the schools and the businesses to flourish. So what we've done is we have an active Facebook. And when we're out in the community, we talk to whoever we're with, businesses, schools, families, and people. And ask them, you know, if they were to come to Pray Neighbor Hill uh, that day, what would they want prayer for? Mm -hmm. And they're sharing that with us. And so we're really able to engage with the community and start to pray for the personal needs, for businesses, for the schools, for the families, the particular needs. And then hopefully be able to minister to them when we're done. That's so wonderful. And, you know, I think every great work of God, every great revival has always started with prayer. And prayer is what opens the door for many times for God to move, you know, as he answers his people's prayer and, and their heart cry out to him. And the things that you mention are so prevalent in Naperville, like you said, and it's not the rules and regulations that's going to change the drugs, the prostitution. It's going to be the change of somebody's heart and what an impact you guys will have when you pray for people's hearts and the families and things. As we've been walking around on Saturday mornings praying and talking to people, one of the things that I learned was the opportunities are all around us. Mm-hmm. All around us. Yeah. People are hungry to know God. I think one of the things that uh, Dave's, what Dave's talking about has to do with the, uh, the prayer walks that, that the group, that the, the leadership team has been undertaking on Saturday mornings where we will meet in parts of the city mm-hmm. and, and gather and then walk around the neighborhood praying for Naperville. So the the event that's going to be happening on the 22nd isn't the first time we've been praying for Naperville. Since we started and since we formed, we have been constantly lifting up Naperville in prayer, thinking of new ways to pray for Naperville, thinking of how we can be creative about praying for Naperville. 
and basically we've been praying for Naperville for months. So we're just going to be continuing this movement. I think you, you're, you're right. I think when we first started, we talked about having an event or we have, is this a movement? Mm-hmm. And we decided that really this needs to be a movement. This is the first of many things that will happen related to lifting Naperville up in prayer. So we want to bring the public's attention to what's going on with this movement. And the first thing that we're going to be doing to bring that attention to people's forefront of their minds is by having this event on August the 22nd on Saturday from 2 to 4 in the afternoon at the Grand Pavilion in Naperville and that's a place it's a very quiet place it's a very peaceful place it's kind of an out-of-the-way place if you don't know where it is it might be a good idea to go check it out beforehand to make sure you know where you're going but it's back around the backside kind of by the beach oh okay and and uh, go out there and and figure out where it is there's parking right there but we're, we're looking forward to having people come out and just join us in prayer. There'll be worship music. There's going to be a worship band that's going to be there. We'll gather together on the lawn there and under the pavilion, and we're just going to gather and, and pray for the very important needs of the community of Naperville. Well, I think based on all that prayer that's been going on preliminary coming up to next week, Saturday, I think we can expect great things here to take place spiritually. I wanted to add uh, uh, to Ray's comments. You can be a novice to come to this. You don't have to be an expert in prayer. Right. You don't have to say anything out loud if you don't want to. But mm-hmm. we we talk amongst ourselves and and talk out loud and shared prayer is part of what we do. But that's that's not necessary. Yeah, they can show their support just by being there. If they're just interested in praying, if they don't know anything about praying and want to learn more about praying. Come on out. There'll be a lot of people there who'll be real interested in talking about it. There'll be people who are interested in talking about Jesus Christ. There'll be people who are interested in talking about what's going on in Naperville and what can be done about the things that are troubling us. Is there anything we can do to help? Uh, do you need more volunteers or support, donations, whatever the situation might be? Can you give yeah, us Greg, a little all more? of the above. <laughs> I, I think, I think you're, you're a great straight man. Thank you. Uh, I think the, the idea, if, if you're interested in finding out more, I think the first place for you to shop would be to go to our Facebook page. If you just go to Facebook and you search for Pray Naperville, you will find us. And uh, on that page you will see that over the course of the months there's been prayers that have been lifted up about things that are uh, needed. There's been a a particular gathering of prayer requests from people, and we pray for those prayer requests individually as well as collectively. I think one of the things that we're really needing right now is to find out if people are interested in volunteering. So when you put on an event like this, it requires people to do simple things, but things that really require feet on the street in order to be able to get things accomplished. So we're going to need people who can help with us to greet people when they come. We're going to need people who can help set up the stage and tear it down. We're going to need people who can help us move people through the through the, the situation. So there's lots of different jobs that are available that need help being done. So if you're interested in volunteering, there's a place on the Facebook page that you can find that will allow you to be able to volunteer. Please help us if you can. We do have some costs that are associated with this. We did some printing, and uh, there's some other costs that we've incurred. And uh, so we do have some financial needs. If you're interested in doing that, we have set up a 501c3 so that people can get a tax deduction if they're interested in making a donation to help us defray some of the costs for printing and other expenses that we'll encounter while we're doing this. There's been several very generous donations that have been made already, Mm -hmm. but there still is a need for some additional funds in order for us to be able to do some of the things that we need to do. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, really this is very much a learning experience, and so we had no idea what we needed as far as funds were concerned and now we've run up the bills and so now we have some things that we need to do to try and try and help defray those things. But we really wanted people to be aware of the fact that the event is going on. We really would like people to participate in the event, and if you can help, please come out and help. And uh, I'll put a link up on our website to your Facebook link. So Great. Thanks, Greg. Really appreciate people that. People can get access. Well, interestingly enough, today uh, I just did put a link for volunteer link through Sign Up Genius on our Facebook. Okay. So if anybody is interested in volunteering, they can just click on that link Tuesday, August 18th at 7 o'clock at the Riverwalk Grand Pavilion. So anyone interested in volunteering can come there. They can learn about Pray Naperville that day, and they can volunteer for the particular things that we need. In light of all of that, what do you envision or what has God put on your heart as to where it's going to go after Saturday? Another pray Naperville a month down the road, or do we not know yet? Or we don't actually know. 
and we'll wait on the Lord. Exactly. Awesome. That's that's the right thing to do, absolutely. I know it's going to be a great success. I look forward to being there. I will definitely be there and uh, pray with you guys for this area and for God's love and outreach just to expand everywhere throughout this area, for there to be a great revival. That's what I often yes. pray for. Me and my wife pray for that often, that there's a great revival here in the Naperville area, and we have the privilege to be a part of it. So, Awesome. That's great. That's great. Thank our, our privilege to be with you guys. We'll look forward to having you be there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Any words in closing that you'd like to share with the listeners? And we love the Lord, and therefore we love people. And that is what has brought us together. And that's where we want to stay. Mm -hmm. And so we want to reach out love in ways that a lot of people have never, ever experienced. It's unconditional love. It's love that never dies. It's love you can bank on. It's truth and it's trust and it's beautiful. And so we want to be be that love to, to the community. Mm-hmm. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you. I'd like to thank you, Susan and Dave and Ray, for being here today. Really appreciate your time. God bless you. Great to be here. God bless you, too, Greg. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> God bless you. Pray Naperville is a not-for-profit. Tax-deductible donations can be made to Pray Naperville. Information and the mailing address can be found on the Solutions website, as well as the Pray Naperville Facebook page. In Jesus' name, everything will change. In Jesus' name, everything will change.
your business is looking to make a change, talk to the Carter Group. For 20 years, the Carter Group has been assisting in corporate relocations, asset management, even hospital transition planning, offering customized solutions with successful results. Not a one-size-fits-all solution, but a solution tailored with the success of your business in mind. For more information, call the Carter Group at 312-422-5555. That's the Carter Group at 312-422-5555. Are you looking for mobile app development for your business or organization? Look no further than Wasatch Technology, developing mobile apps for both the iPhone and Android platform. Among our accomplishments, the Sedona Hiking App has made hiking the many Sedona trails exciting and fun. The Aramaic New Testament app allows the New Testament to come alive. The Grace Christian Fellowship app gives audio access to teachings. And coming soon, the Cayman Snorkel app. Call Wasatch Technology at 630-448-0261 or visit our website, wasatchtech.com. Honesty, loyalty, respect. These are words not applied to all mortgage and financial companies, but with Integrity Mortgage and Financial Incorporated, the name says it all. Integrity Mortgage prides themselves in maintaining an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you're interested in working with a company with integrity, call Neil Bodie for more information at 866-816-9810. That's 866-816-9810. Integrity Mortgage and Financial, for your mortgage and financial needs. Thank you for joining us today on the Solution Radio Show. Thank you to our guests from Pray Naperville for sharing their heart and vision for this upcoming Pray Naperville event. All of the Solution Radio Shows are archived at thesolutionradioshow.com where you may re-listen at your convenience. There are also links to the websites of our guests, musicians, and sponsors. Also on the website, there's a page for upcoming events. If you'd like your event listed, you could send the information to info at the solutionradioshow.com. A reminder that the praise line is open 24 hours a day where you may call in and give a testimony of God's working in your heart and life. The number is 844-705-3410. Once again, that number, 844 705 3410. We will play some of those testimonies in upcoming shows. Please continue to keep in your prayers the expansion of the Solution Radio Show. And once again, due to the wonders of modern technology, uh, in the past 10 days or so, we've had listeners off of the website from Nicaragua, Korea, Panama, New Zealand, and 30-some other countries around the world, as well as several hundred cities throughout the United States. The Solution Radio Show is listener-supported, both by your prayers and financial giving. Thank you for your support. It is greatly appreciated. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 9002, Naperville, Illinois, 60567. We'd love to hear from you. There also is a a donation link available on our website at thesolutionradioshow.com. Thank you to our sponsors, the Carter Group with offices in Dallas, Chicago, and Minneapolis, Integrity Mortgage and Financial in Colorado Springs, Colorado, John's Handyman Service, serving the Aurora, Naperville area, Ameriprise Financial in Naperville, Wasatch Technology in Naperville, and Morningstar Computer Training and Consulting also in the Aurora, Naperville area. Please visit the Sponsors page on our website to find out more information about the Solution Radio Show sponsors. Have an awesome rest of your day. God bless you. You are God's very best. <laughs>